This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, my girlies. How's it going? It's going good. How are you? I'm good. Good. How was your week? Busy. You know, work. Work has been working. Me. Working me. <laughs> work has been working the fuck out of me. So my week was full of that. Trying to stay above water. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to stay above water. Yeah. How was your week? I too am floating. I too am trying to stay above (laughs) water. Okay. (laughs) And we don't swim. So you already know how that's going. Um, Yeah. Y'all know I work in a hospital. Anything else fun happen outside Delta of variant. work? <laughs> um, this week. Or interesting. It's giving no. Um, did we already talk about our weekend? We did because we recorded on. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, but but I can tell y'all what I have coming up for this weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I'll recap it next weekend. I'm actually going to take my godson and my nephews out to Knott's Berry Farm. Mm-hmm. Doing a little family thing. Have they met Levi? They've met Levi oh, before. Okay. They've all gotten a Chuck E. Cheese bag. Years ago. <laughs> a couple of years ago, yeah. Um, so we'll be doing that, which is cool because um, before Levi and I had a little, you know, a program where we would get together once a month and I would let him do whatever he wants. Right. And, you know, and when the pandemic hit, that was stripped from us. And a few years back, I had a, there was a time period where we didn't have much of a, a relationship, I think from like two to four and then from, I realized, damn, I'm being a shitty godparent. Right. I need to take my role seriously. And at four, you um, stepped up. I stepped up and I stepped back in, right? I took it serious, you more seriously. You stepped in and you stepped up. Yeah, because I feel like when you have kids young, younger, you know, you just be like, this is my baby godmom. Will you right, be my right, baby right, godmom? Right. But as I got older and more mature, I uh, started to really consider the value of being a person's godparent and like what that meant what I wanted it to mean to me what I wanted it to mean to him um so yeah when he was four we started hanging out every month doing our thing um and building our own relationship so we did that up until shit 2019 or 2020 Mm -hmm. 2020 so I mean we were doing that for years right um so yeah now we're getting back into the swing of things because i mean we have to adapt to the new normal and i don't want a year to go by without me like seeing him and us getting back into our groove yeah so yeah we're doing that i'm excited to see him um i'm excited for them to just have fun yeah that kids love shit like yeah and just be together and um luckily i won't be by myself i can see fabian now girl 
I just, I'm waiting to see his little face. Fabian's going to just be <laughs> tearing through, that place up. Running through that damn place. Yeah, so um, I'm excited for them. Yeah, they're yeah. going to have a good time. What that about you, fun. anything on the agenda this weekend? No, I don't have any plans this weekend outside of just taking care of adult business. That's good. Yeah. Sometimes you need that, though. You got to relax, because I feel like the next upcoming weekends are going to be pretty busy for us. Yeah. Your birthday's coming up. My birthday is coming up. I feel like it just kind of just snuck up on it me. It did. I'm like, wait, next weekend is my birthday? Oh, my God. I know, and I have to order you a gift. Next weekend is my birthday. It God. just snuck up on me. It did. 33. Literally. Damn. Um, so, yeah, this weekend, like, I have to get my car serviced. Oh, you're going to really be adulting. I hate doing that. <laughs> you're going to really be adulting. It's the coins adulting. for me. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get my nails done. Mm-hmm. They what still look good. Oh, to, it was I the mean, toes. my feet, because I could. I'm like, they look brand new. Um, I have to do something else. I'm gonna go look at an mm-hmm. apartment. Yeah. One of the apartments canceled on me. Yeah. The, the one I'm supposed to go. No, the one oh. in West Hollywood. Okay, good. It wasn't meant to be. Yes. The off, bitch was trying. It's off the market. Oh, so somebody got it. Some yeah, somebody okay. got it. Um, so yeah, that's my weekend. You know, not much, but. Cute. Yeah. Cute. Okay. So here we're here with y'all another week another week doing what we do yes so we see that a lot of you did come through oh yes i don't know if enough of you but we have to step our pussy game up step our pussy game up we told y'all we need it up for a crumble don't be acting like the cardinals and going fumble period because i'm a killer listen we said we needed 13 ratings and reviews well really 13 ratings 13 ratings and we only don't got be nine. deterred by the review right don't be deterred by the review do not be deterred no. it is definitely a appreciated, nice touch. but it's not mandatory it's not mandatory but the review is the i mean the rating is. The, the rating, rating is the rating, the rating is. is um so yeah you want to read the review of the week i will okay. i will read the review of the week we got up to 1800 so that's cute period that's cute we have 200 um left to go before we reach the end of the year and like i said things sneak up so that end of the year is going to sneak up on us and we need to have 2000 so i'm going to read two because i love when the fellas come through Mm -hmm. this one came from rashi 26 he said the show is good for males too i am a hetero male brother and i feel this show because it's authentic and unapologetically black and femme all too rare in the pod sphere i appreciate y'all i love black and we appreciate Yep. thank you for leaving a review so thank you for that rashid mm-hmm. and then the other one i'm going to read comes from lex r she says feeling heard as a black girl finding good relatable commentary as a young black girl is so hard stumbling stumbling upon this podcast has really opened my eyes to knowing that you are never alone in what you go through in life thank you two phenomenal ladies for using your voices to inspire uplift and empower the people who listen i know i can always count on you two to bring humor and drop much needed gems for someone like me who is trying to figure out how to navigate through life and transition into womanhood. I really appreciated this review. I actually read it today. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, it was, uh, I needed to it read it. It was affirming. It was affirming, yes. I needed to read it. It was affirming for sure. Because, um, I mean, a lot of times I feel like we're always, shut up. <laughs> I feel like we're like, What's next? What's on the horizon? We need to be, we need to get to. And then, of course, you end up comparing this person's there, this person's there. And when she wrote, 
um, for the people who need it or the people who listen, I'm like, that was it right there. It was, it's, it, we show up for who needed or we show up for our community who, the people who listen. And it just made me feel really good just reaffirming the purpose and why we do what we do. Yeah. And not being deterred or off put by what more there is to do and what we want to do and right. what we feel like we need in this moment that we haven't yet received. So thank you so much for that review. Yeah, I too appreciate those reminders because it's easy to get into the like everyday flow mm -hmm. and you kind of lose focus. So when people come and say things like that, it feels good and it helps you recenter like That's mission. <laughs> mission. There's something bigger, yes, you know, than yes, us. Yes. So thank you, Lex, for that. We appreciate you. Yes. A show for show. Another thing that we appreciate or another somebodies that we appreciate are our patrons. Thank y'all so much for rocking with us every month and spending your coin, your moolah, your cash. Your skrilla. Yes. It is not um taken lightly. We are oh, very grateful. No, the hell it is not. <laughs> okay. We're very grateful. We are. Um, if you're not aware or you're new here or you've been sleeping under a rock and don't know what's going on, Patreon is a Exclusive membership community. It's a platform that creatives use to garner support from their community and to give the community more content, more of what they already love. So over on our Patreon um, platform, we offer bonus episodes, affirmations, journal prompts, playlists, just a bunch of goodies. Um, and if you haven't already... Tap in over there. Just Tap see if you like there. it. Yeah, we're going to actually like um, give a little sneak peek of some of the content that we have over there because we keep it so sacred because we really pour out pieces of ourselves on Patreon. Pieces. That will probably never, pieces. no matter how much we're practicing vulnerability and transparency, we'll never see the light of day Period. over here. It, it just, just won't. won't. I'm like, hey, actually, Emma, edit that out. Yeah, <laughs> Emma's shit. our producer. Yeah, we're like, Emma, um, that's not safe. We don't want that it out there. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. It ain't safe. <laughs> Take it out. It's not safe. Mm -hmm. But over there on Patreon, it just does feel safe. So thankful for that community and allowing us to like use our voice in a way that is um, encouraging growth. But we're not fully. Titties out. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. Go get on, get on over there to Patreon. That information is down in the show notes. Who's our patron this week? We do have a new patron, um, Breezy. Hey, Breezy. Thank you, girl. Thank you, Breezy. You are appreciated. So you, yes. you really are. You are. Um... So if you guys didn't notice last week, we did not do the new week, new tea segment. Mm -hmm. We have decided that that's no longer going to be a part of our show. As we grow, we realized that we were scraping for tea, not really having that much to say sometimes. To add to. So mm -hmm. it's just that, part's gone. that part's gone for now. You know, we will dish tea amongst ourselves like y'all are doing. like y'all do and that's just not the purpose of this show it's cute we did it but now we're done we're done we're done so here. and still we'll dish little pieces of our tea like our weekend our week oh mm -hmm. one good thing about my week i did get my hair cut. oh yes she's got a new do i got my hair cut i've been talking about needing my hair cut for a while now so i finally good do the it sound effect do the trigger you don't me? know how to do it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You put me on the spot. Yeah, thank you. I finally pulled the trigger. Pulling the trigger would be like, boom. Oh. You that was clocking, cocking it back. Cock, yeah. Okay, I finally cocked back. I cocked back. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna clap back. Yeah. We gonna clap back. And I got my hair cut. Ooh. Yeah. 
It's very cute, especially when she doesn't have these headphones on. Yeah. Um, if you have, you probably missed it actually. If you're not following us over there on Instagram, we've been going in on our story, engaging more. We love to talk to y'all, so talk back. Yeah. Um, and for more day to day updates, just follow us over there because you would have seen the girl's haircut. You would have saw the journey. Yeah. Right. In in real time. You would have saw the journey. So follow us over there. And you showed up for yourself um this week i did okay that's something okay backpedal yeah i went to pilates this week um you know i've been feeling like well we talked about this here that i haven't been motivated to work out move my move my body girl the way the fellas go the way you ride it girl we were seeing some freaky shit back then the way you ride it girl yeah that was too much makes the fellas go so yeah 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 yeah. so i just haven't been motivated to tell me about it to do much of anything outside of what we're already doing um just kind of pathetic but it's it's kind of true yeah but it's difficult too but i have to stop making excuses and saying it's difficult and just get it done yeah because it's never if you're waiting for it to be easy that's how it keeps being prolonged because yeah. you're waiting for it to be convenient mm-hmm. or seamless or, you know, yeah. things that will make it less challenging. Mm-hmm. But we got to fight through the challenges. And we have to also set ourselves up to not make excuses. So what I found is us really setting a calendar of what days we're going to meet in the office and do our do our business, do our work really helps me integrate other things into my life like the gym like okay I can't go five days a week it's just not viable for me right now right um but what days can I go which days can I implement it where I don't feel dragged where I don't feel like oh I gotta go where it's like I'm motivated and I'm inspired to go um so a new way for me to do that has been trying to implement different things that I find exciting I wanted to try Pilates I hadn't already so I hadn't had the chance rather so I'm like fuck it I'm gonna just take a Pilates class and see how my body feels um getting back into the groove of things on Monday I scheduled myself for a cycling class which I like cycling I really enjoy it uh <laughs> we took a couple cycling classes. Yeah, I know, before. and I was doing it at work on the Peloton. Yeah, we had a Peloton at work. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm gonna do that on Monday since we won't be in the office and just trying to figure out like what's a a, a vibe for me. Mm-hmm. What's the vibe? I was thinking about getting the Peloton, but I'm like, I just don't want to commit to the yeah. price. I'm already yeah, paying for too many things. Yeah. It's not. It's seventy dollars a month, Wait. bitch. And you have to buy the bike and then you pay $70 a month for the class for the membership? Because I know there's a membership too. No, so the bike every month is like $50 to $60. It's really $90, pardon me. It's $60 a month because you're financing it. Oh, okay. So that's the monthly. Yeah, monthly. And then you have to pay $30 for the The membership. The membership. Yeah, and I'm like, once I get the bike in here, membership needs to be free. That's how I feel too, which is why I'm like, maybe I'll use a different away I'll, I'll use my money in a different way like class pass so that's fifty dollars a month i could take eight classes a month doing different things so maybe two classes a week you know just i don't know whatever works for y'all yeah, budget yeah. i'm just trying to figure it out for me so i did take a pilates class y'all i was shaking like a stripper i said oh lord oh Brittany, you should have seen me in there child i said my I, core I, I can imagine it. my core and i'm my core is sore today yeah i need to definitely get my body moving i come on been- over and take a class 
I'll consider it. We don't live close, so it has to work. No, I know. It would be a day that you're already yeah. in Miss City. I'll need to figure it out. I definitely need to get my body moving, doing some. I used to just be way more like we did the hot yoga. Yeah, yes. I was working out frequently. I mean, the workouts don't have to be limited to the gym. No. But I have been walking. That's nice. You know, you know what I was like, thinking about we can do? I've been walking. Go back to the stairs. That's easy. Yeah, we need to get back into a thing. Getting a, a routine of mo- you know what movement we need established. To do? You know what we need to do? What just we need came to get you, back queen? into being whole humans. Yes. We've been like not we've been not fragments whole. of ourselves. Fragments like, okay, we turn up. You know, we outside, but we're not taking care of the whole Yes, that's person. the piece that's been missing for me. Mind, body, body and soul. There's yes. so many pieces missing. You know what? I gotta get back to self. Yes. I know that be sounding cliche. No, but it's true. But I really do need to get back to self. So yeah, you have inspired me. Good. With good. the class. I'm I'm proud of you. Uh, 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 so yeah. For showing Cycling. up for yourself. I need to go ahead and um feel free to join. Show up. Feel free to join. Yeah. Cycling Monday. I don't like cycling. Okay, then I there's no there's no force there. Maybe is it spin? I mean, is it um I'm probably say spike spin is it's not spike spin. <laughs> what is the name of that thing? Soul cycle? Yes, yeah, it's no, soul it's not soul cycle. Oh, okay. It's a place that's near the area, so it's close to home. You know what I'm saying? Vibes. I think it could be cute. Maybe yeah, try possibly, it. Maybe. Or we'll do the Pilates thing. Come to the class and see. I would like. like to do Pilates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um I'm motivated by myself. I want y'all to be motivated. Get moving. Tell me what y'all are doing. I would love to know. What new things that you're doing or things? Yeah, that like aren't... what classes? Yeah. Like, there's so many different new niche workout classes mm-hmm. that would be nice to explore. I'd love that to can know. get the body going. I know there's one thing called like I want to look it up. I'll show it to you. It's in the L.A. area called Booty something. Like the workouts are just for your ass. Oh, it's like a class just for your okay. ass. Stuff like that. That's the type of thing I love. I want to know. I want ass centered. I want to know. Ass fat. So yeah. Um so yeah, that's just an update about the tea. We will now be get dishing segments, pieces of our tea <laughs> when we feel like it. But we're yeah. done talking about the celebs. Fuck that. Fuck them. Period. So, um so last week mm-hmm. we chatted about well, we're still in our survi- th- thriving over surviving series. This y'all. is the last episode. This is the last episode. It's been so good. It's been uh very Eye-opening. Eye-opening. Same. Um, It's been very vulnerable, which is new for us. And I think just bringing more into our awareness of what more we need to do is it's put the light on areas that were dark, where there needs to be some some Like a light being shined. Yeah, some more, you know, energy towards certain things. Like, I feel like personally, I am tired of myself in certain areas and it's like i gotta do better if i really want to thrive i know this is something that we talk about and we mention it all the time but we're always still avidly working towards these things for sure you know if i want to be a whole person who's thriving there's certain things i gotta do like get on get up for work on time for the last two days i've been on time good for you i've implemented a few things the thing that you recommended thing that andres recommended and now i'm a on-time bitch good and I'm going to keep moving in this direction. Keep it going. I'm keep moving forward with my eyes. On Onward and up. Period. Okay. So, Onward um, and upward. Yes. Upward. We're still in the series. It's good. This is the last episode. But last week, we chatted about decision fatigue. We what did. it's like to make so many decisions that at some point we become burnt out. Man. Um, which helped me 
also see that I don't be making enough decisions in confidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week I was making some decisions, child. You felt it a shift? Yeah. I was like, I, I think it's just a matter of being confident. Sometimes I feel like my decisions aren't good enough. The decisions that I make aren't good enough. And maybe somebody else who's more confident. Like, I feel like you have are very like, um, sure. Like when you make it definite, definitive, definitive, definitive. So it's like, no, if I make a decision, it's because I'm sure on its own and that's it. So of course, if you're confident, I feel confident in your decision making abilities. abilities, Right. So I'm like, oh, she got it. Okay. But I feel like because I constantly relinquish control and give it to somebody else to make the decision. I don't flex my own decision making muscle. So then I feel like when it's time for me to make a decision, perhaps it's, it's not lot. good enough. It's a lot, yeah. You're right. So I'm like, I just that have, makes sense. You see, yeah. work has been being done. And I love off that. of the show. It's called unpacking. <laughs> so um I'm just like, nah, you make good decisions too. You do. You make great decisions. And maybe it's not the decision somebody else would make, but it doesn't make it that Let's doesn't make a good it like, decision. It's, 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 as long as it feels good for you. Yes. That's all that matters. Exactly. It's your decision. Yes. So I've been practicing that, walking in that, making choices, making decisions, leaning on my own insight to make decisions and just moving forward. So I'm going to really be harnessing that, walking in that energy, practicing it more. And please hold me accountable I will. when it's time for me to make a decision. Say, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think you should do? I love this for us. And I'm going to make sure you tell me what you think. <laughs> please. Yes. So if you didn't already listen to that episode, please go back and listen. It was a good one. Yeah. Um, I've been fatigued. I was delayed on making a decision for my damn birthday. And I'm not usually like that. Yeah. But bitch, I'm like tired. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. the decision was made. Anyway, so like we said, this is our final episode of the Thriving Over Surviving series. Yes. But we are still going to be doing the work to figure out what we can do to shift in efforts to thrive and not just survive. Yeah. It's, impor- it's important and it's essential. So although this series has come to an end. The work hasn't. The work has not. We're just not. getting started, nigga. Don't panic. Yeah. So um, this is a common topic. That is essential when it comes to thriving, letting go and moving on. A lot of you ladies have found this podcast because you are in a letting go, moving on transitional period. Mm -hmm. So it's only right that we talk about this. And throughout this series, we've been given our own input about how the topics relate to us. And you know what? I think you're phenomenal at letting go and moving on. This is where you shine. This is Thank where we you. put the light on you, Thank queen. Thank you. Thank this you. This is where we put it on you. Thank you. Why do you think that? Because I be done with these niggas fast. <laughs> I mean, you just draw. You just, it's like, you know, it happens. You move on and you let go. I'm like, damn, you're over it already. Wow. Yeah. And admirable. I have to, honestly, I have to attribute that to my mother. Is that where you think it solely comes from? Like, Not solely. Not solely. But, um, yeah. I honestly, I think that I'm, I'm very... Um, I get very attached to things and people, but once I realize or I get over it, then I, I can easily turn off 
what initially made me attracted to that thing, if that makes sense. Um, so once I'm like, I'm over it, I'm cool on it, then it is really hard for me to ruminate. Is it ruminate? Ruminate in feelings about what would keep me there. Mm-hmm. If that like you just make a de- the decision and then that's it. So yeah, you do make de- I do make decisions decisions that are definite. Yes, especially like romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't really um, hold on to like the past or what was in a way where I feel like I'm still attached to it, chained to it. I'm like, oh, it happened. It was a thing, and now we're done. So do you have a process that you go through, or is it just a light bulb? Um, I think that varies based on the situation, right? Mm-hmm. When I was, for instance, the long-term relationship that I was in, that was a process of letting go. That's like incrementally you decide I'm done with it. I'm moving on. This is the right decision. And then it's cut off. And then of course you have those feelings where you still miss the person or there's things that remind you of them or you want to check in on them. Um, and that's completely normal, but I don't. Of course. Yeah. yeah, I don't let it like. You don't let it consume you. Consume me. And make you revert back. Yeah. But, but a on big. On your decision. A big piece of the small, the small flings is that once I'm over somebody, I'll be right under. Do you have another. it on standby? Uh, no, honestly, it's never on standby. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I don't want nobody that I've been I've with in the past. I've never had it on standby. I don't <laughs> want nobody in the past to think I'd have something on standby. It's just the way the Lord be blessing me. Okay. It, it literally just falls into my lap like that. I'm not even going to hold y'all. When I got out of that LTR. Long-term relationship. The long-term relationship, the next situation. Because another thing to consider is women, we really be out of stuff emotionally before we be out of it of physically. Of course, yeah, that definitely is a thing. Yeah, so although I'm just getting out of it physically, I've already mentally made up my mind. I've already been working through the process of what it's going to be like to be without you. I've already emotionally started to... It, it, it's break, like, break it down. Period. So once I'm out break of... Break down once the I'm, feelings up out of your life i've been gone like for me i've been gone mm-hmm. now it's just a physical manifestation of the fact that i've of already the been feelings that you've period. already been feeling. so when that person the new person that i was dating showed up it was like oh this this makes sense it's a perfect timing it's a segue it's a way it for helps me to get to tra- do you feel like it helps you to transition um or the transition would be easy regardless i feel like the transition it definitely helps i'm not gonna say it doesn't help it helps but in the same breath, I feel like I would still be ready to move on regardless. Mm-hmm. And there would be those weak moments where it's like, uh, I could use a little cuddle. Yeah, because one time on my birthday. Yeah, it was my birthday too. It was actually my birthday. It was both of our birthdays because we <laughs> share a birthday. <laughs> we share a birthday and I acted up birth- like it was my birthday. Yeah, yeah. I too needed some do. birthday sex. Yeah. You see? And calls were made. Calls were made and a backtrack happened. Yeah. <laughs> and i'm not proud i mean it shit happens it did it happened see i'm the opposite i'm a okay so you say you let go and then you're just done done and you can easily go up under yeah i am a if it's right not just anybody no 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 we're not seeing just anybody yeah ideal if it's a vibe yeah if it's an ideal Mm -hmm. an ideal um uh pairing yeah i'm having a flash flashback or heat heat okay <laughs> she like it what you see <laughs> i'm like what's happening no, 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 not a back, or a flashback i be having hot flashes she y'all, does and the i don't know what it is it's not hormonal it's not anything Go um ahead. i it takes me time so with the letting mm-hmm. go and moving on it's a process for me that takes an extended period of time that i would honestly like to be shortened mm-hmm. 
I would like it to be shortened. I mean, I don't know where that stems from. I know. I'm going to hold Amira up. I feel like you're so cautious that it takes you so long to get in mm. that once you're in, you're completely settled. So when it has to end, it's like you have to do that same process the to gradual. let you have. Yeah. yeah, it's so Maybe slow that's for what you. It is. Maybe it's so that's slow. What it is. And Brittany's very, very methodical. It's not a bad no, thing. No, I am very methodical. You I'm are not very methodical in everything. Like it's uh, it's the calculations for me. Every the bitch be <laughs> one plus one. Plus <laughs> like that means that's what be going on in my head. Honestly, truly, yeah. Does. I'm like I'm like she's so methodical. Everything, nothing, nothing is purely emotionally driven. Nothing, not falling out of something. It's like you methodically like have to unravel yourself out of the situation. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, you know so, me. Yeah, yeah. You know me. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay, so how can I be less <laughs> methodical? I don't know if that comes with uh, allowing yourself to just feel. Because mm -hmm. I think that's also a piece. Sometimes because you aren't emotionally driven, not that you're not emotional, but right. because you're not emotionally driven. Yeah. But even the emotions are like, like, okay, it's okay for me to feel right now. Well, I think I think I do go through the emotions like, OK, when I when I do make the decision to let go, I think a part of the reason why the process may be a little prolonged for me is because I do allow myself to feel all of the mm -hmm. the feelings and the emotions like I go through the feelings. Yeah. And you be doing it slowly. Like we're going to be sad today. I'm feeling <laughs> sad today. I'm bitch. having I'm a sad two months. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's I'm, what I'm saying. I think even that part is I'm methodical. No, no, not, no, 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 not, no, not, I don't not plan. that. Not I'm planning. like, I don't plan it for it to be two months. No. Fuck that. No, no. I'm not gonna I'm allotting two no. months to be sad. No, but it's kind of like I'm sad right now. I'm feeling sad, and I'm not snapping myself out of it. No. Yeah. Because I feel, you know, why? Because I feel like when I go through all of the emotions, once I'm once I've gone through them, then I really feel done. So, yeah yeah freed. yeah yeah and i feel like you've only really had this situation happen one real time but that you it know this has you. happened before like you know what i feel like this happens with me with everything because like with jobs i gotta be damn near pushed out like when i got fired yeah i knew that i hated that job and i knew that i needed to leave why didn't i just leave why did i have to be fired because we like the security of it. I hate it, but it's secure here. I'm getting a steady check. I know, but you know what? I could have been secure somewhere else if I had, if I would have taken the initiative Yeah. to figure out where I could be secure. It takes a lot for us to do that with jobs, though. You got to really be like, I'm about to look. Like, I didn't. I know, but you know? I know, but you can look. You can. And rarely am I ever. I want to do proactive, better with that, too. Yeah. I want to do better with being proactive. Like, you don't have to be pushed Staying out. At or this shit job. doesn't have to hit the fan before you decide you know what i want more yeah i can be proactive yeah i can go look and, and this isn't the forever career that's a good point this isn't yeah. a forever career because you know we be i can't leave my job though shit i gotta stay here you, for a while. you keep saying that but i feel like if you wanted to i can't germany stop saying you can't if you really wanted to bitch you could I would have to get out. I mean, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying doing current. I, I, I get it. I get it. It's and not going to be I've easy. Been, what I got the degree for. I can't rock and roll that bitch outside in the book. You know, but the thing is, a lot of jobs have stopped requiring requiring degrees. I know, but then that levels the playing field. Now, everybody, 
we got to figure out what's the skill set. Are y'all, did everybody base pay? What are we doing? Because if you ain't considering a degree, then we entry level. And I can't do that. Oh, so if man. it's a job that ain't considering degrees, it ain't for me. I need that little no, leverage. No, I'm saying there's like the Google, Facebook places. Mm-hmm. And the way you flipped and tumbled that resume, you can flip and tumble it again. But the thing is, I ain't got the skill set. I like I don't know how to work Excel that well. Girl, Bitch, and I, I got that on my resume. I still Proficient don't know how so to work Excel. I'm going to get on the you job. You know how. Hire. Oh, me too. I know how to do the basics, but as far as whenever I start getting with somebody who really know how to do it, I'm like, I don't, I don't have know the how to, slightest yeah. clue. And we be putting proficient in. Bitch, girl. Expert. Sufficient. Expert. <laughs> I'm sufficient. Expert. I'll figure it out. I'm an Excel expert. Right. Excel. 60 words from me. Everybody got 60 girl, words per minute. on mine. And I be looking at the keyboards. <laughs> Same. I'm like, F, 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 F. Okay. <laughs> I'm still looking down. There's some things memory, but yeah, the stuff that you type every day is I be committed to down. memory. That's muscle memory. I be looking down. But yes, that's a good point. We can leave. We're not committed to these jobs. We're not committed to anything. We're not committed to anything. We're not committed to anything. So I guess once we accept that we're not committed to anything, that's the entryway into letting go and moving on. Mm-hmm. Although it may feel like we're committed. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and... Also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all, I think this is the year for me to really tap in and learn a new language. 
I took French in high school and then I let it go after the requirement was met. But with the European summer loading, I would love to have this language under my belt. And I know just the thing that helped me with this, Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the language learning powerhouse that's been transforming lives for the past 30 years. Imagine a language learning journey that not only works, but feels like a seamless part of your vibrant and dynamic world. And listen, this is not just for the language connoisseurs. It's for the bold, brilliant, and beautiful women like us ready to embrace the world of languages. Say hello to effortlessly acquiring Spanish, French, Italian, German. I mean, there's over 25 different languages to choose from. Rosetta Stone immerses you in your chosen language, teaching you to speak, listen, and even think in that language without any translation hiccups. This process is as intuitive as choosing your next hairstyle, girls. Starting with words thin phrases, and before you know it, you're crafting sentences like a pro. I love it because it's designed for long-term retention, ensuring that your newfound language skills become second nature. Now let's talk about the real magic for a minute, true accent. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition feature acts like a personal stylist, but for your accent, giving you real-time feedback on your pronunciation. No more awkward language faux pas, just pure elegance. And for the woman on the move, whether you're on your desktop or using the app, Rosetta Stone seamlessly fits into your busy life. They have an audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline, meaning you can learn anytime, anywhere. And I have a secret for you. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership at 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. You get unlimited access to all 25 languages for the rest of your beautiful life. This is a deal that I don't think you want to miss. So why wait, sis? Don't put off your language journey any longer. Right now, BGB listeners can snag Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off by visiting rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's your time to shine, Buki, and Rosetta Stone is here to make your language dreams a reality. If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious, chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more shopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And... You can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. 
So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor Meals? They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious, healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right. You heard me. I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. And you know what just came to me? I feel like when we consider letting go and moving on, it's under the guise that there's no other choice. Like the whole it's push the scarcity out. Mindset. It's like, I don't have a choice but to let go. I don't have a choice but to move on. But if we reprogram our mind, like, yo, I'm letting go of this. I'm moving on because I'm making the choice. It's the right decision for me right now. Yeah. Then it kind of create like puts a positive light on it, on letting go and moving on. It's not so somber or like this negative connotation it's around it. It's a reframe. It. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. Because it does feel like I have to. Yes. We can say I get to. Yeah. I get, I to, get let to let go. go. I get to move on. I get to receive more. I get to see what else is out there. Or something else, something new. I love it. So um, here's some of the hard things we have to do when we have to move on. Mm -hmm. We have to admit that we've spent a lot of time subconsciously belittling ourselves. Um, This goes back to being nice to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're thinking negatively like the scarcity mindset, like there's no other options for me. Mm -hmm. Or... I don't know. It just seemed, I guess what you just said, like we make it put a negative outlook on it all, on yeah. it, on everything. And sometimes we, we spend so much time being like inauthentic versions of ourselves or showing up as this alternative person or enjoying things, making ourselves enjoy things that we don't. And the idea of having to leave those things would mean being honest with the fact that you aren't who you said you are mm. or you know what I mean? Like a crack open. Yeah. It's like sh- love yourself enough or care enough about yourself. Think more about yourself than just show up authentically and decide what's for you. What's not for you. Cause we be around here fucking entertaining people and doing shit that we don't even want to do. We do. Thinking that we're worth less because we're in these positions. You see yeah. the belittling the piece. It goes hand in hand. Yeah, so we're belittling our own self-worth. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Another hard thing you have to do when it's time to move on is realize you have to do things for the right reasons. Mm -hmm. All because you want to do it, right? This is because you find it valuable. It's not because you've been influenced by an outside external factor. It's just because this is the right thing to do right now. Yeah, because you want to do it. Same thing about reprogramming. But like, yeah. like not feeling like, or rather, let me put it another way. I guess when you do something that you want to do, not because somebody else wants you to do, that could look like leaving the job that, like in my situation, leaving the job that's secure, leaving the job that mm. makes sense for you. And deciding that this is a better fit for me because it's what I want to do. Not because the money is calling me over here. Not because people think I should be doing this type of job. Right, right, But right. because it's a good opportunity for me to leave. And that's another thing that also weighs in on our ego. You know? 
how other people will perceive what we've yes. done. Yes. The decisions how, that we're making. Yes. And how people perceive, especially like our worthiness is tied to what we do. Not wanting to move on for a lot of reasons. I did not want to leave my long-term relationship because I felt like you have I have invested so, so much. Oh How stupid am I going to look after I've been with this person for almost 10 years. And I left with nothing. Talking about we going to be married. We going to do this. We going to plan this. I gave him an ultimatum and the nigga <laughs> never showed up. <laughs> You know, that was given. <laughs> Don't laugh that hard, bitch. You know, I'm <laughs> laughing at myself, too. Shit. I didn't give an ultimatum, but I was sticking beside him. I gave an ultimatum. I'm like, you actually need to propose to me. Oh, wait, and what? how dumb does that look? <laughs> me but with cake on my face. What? <laughs> what? And it wasn't yes. too late for you. Although you it gave wasn't 10 too years, late for me. It wasn't too late for no, you. No, it wasn't. But... A big piece of me did not want to let go and did not want to move on from that situation because I'm like, yo, people going to think like, damn, you took an L. I know. You took a major L. It'd be that in the how much time. You got to just move on when you're ready. For me. It don't got nothing to do with outside people. It doesn't. And you know what this um reminds me of? What? the uh, My Unorthodox Life. Mm, mm. It's a show on Netflix about a woman who was living a very orthodox, strictly orthodox Jewish life. Mm -hmm. And she was just not happy at yeah. all. She yeah. had her husband, she had her kids, they had their practices, but she was not content. And so at 40, and she grew, she was born this way, I believe, and grew up this way. Yeah, she did. For 43 years, she lived this life. Check it out. It's a good show. Did <laughs> Check it out little bit of like mindless tv yeah 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 so at 43 years old she decided i don't want this for myself anymore like i don't want it i'm leaving everything that i've known mm -hmm. behind and i'm pursuing what i want to pursue do you know how fucking scary that is do you know how many people were like girl what like yeah. are you serious you're not gonna make you're it. not gonna make it she had she didn't no even know education. education yes no education she had no education i think like eighth grade education yeah because orthodox jewish women are raised to be wives and mothers. Yeah. What you want to pursue, your dreams, those don't matter. Yeah. Per her. Shit, I ain't in it. Per the community. Per, her, per the religion. Right. Yeah. Um, Culture. She said, fuck how people see me. Fuck mm -hmm. what people think. This is what I want to do. And when I say she is thriving. Bossed up, okay. She is. She's a next level bitch. She is riding around. And, and she's getting, getting it. it. And I'm sure she is mm. proud every day of the decision that she made to say, fuck what other people think. This is what I want to do for myself. It feels right for me. And I'm going to do it. And you know what? She was moving with intention because she wasn't even thinking she was going to get a big bag and be a millionaire bitch. She wasn't thinking that she just was thinking in the present. Like, I need to get out now and do what I need to do to make me feel good. Yes. And she started off designing shoes. And look what that led her, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you don't have, uh, most of the time, you don't have the bigger picture. You just have to follow the breadcrumbs. You don't ever have a big picture. You have to follow the breadcrumbs. Yeah. Sure. So that leads us to our next point of hard things that you have to do to move on. You have to realize that your mind is under your control. Mm -hmm. So we got to stop battling ourselves. Every time we say battle. I'll be on the field. We do battle ourselves. We battle ourselves with our thoughts the most. That's the number, number one way. We battle ourselves because thoughts turn into reality. And then all of a sudden we're feeling down, depressed, de depressed, anxious, no motivation, miserable, fucked front and back. Mm -hmm. So we need to realize that 
we control our minds. Mm -hmm. We can shift our thoughts and in turn shift our behavior Mm -hmm. and start doing better for our goddamn selves. Yeah. And um, every time I think about that, like having negative thoughts, I'm like, dog, I always recall, like I talk to I speak to myself more than anybody. You know, like I'm with myself all day. I talk I to myself all day more than I talk to even the people I talk to a lot. Like I'm constantly having we're in our heads. Yeah. We're constantly having this ongoing conversation with ourselves. You know, like, oh, are you hungry? Yeah, I think you're hungry. You should go pee right now. Oh, you should take a break. You should watch TV. What are you going to eat? It's constant. It's constant. It's constant. So take the opportunities that when negative stuff comes up, like, nope, actually, we're shutting that down. Do you actively affirm yourself? Like, what does that look like for you? Mm. Do you find yourself affirming yourself? Um, I feel like, like, uh, I find, I find that I affirm myself in a way that. So I feel like my confidence uh, subconsciously affirms myself. It's not active and it's not conscious. It's not conscious. No. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I, I don't either. I feel like I'm confident in certain areas, so I feel good about those things, and I don't question if I'm good at them or not. But the things that I'm not good at, I'm never like, oh, actually, okay. Typically, no, but in areas that I know I'm not good at and I've developed strength around, I'm like, look at you doing this now. For instance, like the graphics and stuff, the things that I would once lean on you for, like, Brittany, can you do this? When I realized how simple it was that I could have been doing it myself and just taking agency over it and being like, it can be done, learn it and do it. Um, Now that I do it, I'm always like, you could have been doing this this whole time. Like, look at how easy it is to just do learn something new and do it. And look how good you feel doing it, relying on yourself. Mm -hmm. So things like that, I think I give myself a pat on the back, but no, I'm never actively affirming myself, which I probably should. Yeah. What about you? No, no. I could be affirming myself more. I mean, even when we have conversations with each other, we're usually talking about um, things that we could be doing better. Like Mm -hmm. we need to get this together and get Mm -hmm. that together when we need to be saying, you know what I did good today or you know what I've been doing good lately and Mm -hmm. I'm proud of. Yeah. Yeah. More conversations like that. And I guess that's changing the conversation from I need to get better at to today. Well, today I'll do my best to that honors where you are in this present moment and also the worthiness around where you are in this pre- in this present moment because you've had to go through something to get to this present moment and still leave space for what's what else is on the horizon right the more when you say like i need to be better at i need to get better that totally devalues everything else right you know like i need to be better at getting up on time like i do but today i'll get today i will be better at right waking up Today, I'll do my best to wake up on time to get to work, to be a good employer and to be a good friend, whatever. Right. So, yeah, working on that more. For sure. It's important. It is important. Um, Oh, this is a this one uh, resonates with me. Consciously embrace the fact that you are more than one broken piece of you. Mm -hmm. Right. So you can and will be fixed in time. We got to give ourselves some grace. Um, I feel like this is really uh important because a lot of times i struggle with not wanting to appear broken like you do because you'll be I like it. i don't want to sound broken and I it's don't. like there's pieces of us that are fragmented like right. we are not perfect right. so there's going to be pieces. we are not perfect we, we are not perfect. <laughs> we do not care <laughs> um so yeah i know but but you care 
but I care. Yeah. I care. And that's the perception piece. Maybe that's the piece of me that wants to be perfect. Like, don't think I'm broken. Right. Don't think I have shit wrong. Don't think I have trauma. Don't think I have trauma. Yeah. And all of these things can be true, right? We're broken and we're still whole. Period. Put, put, put it on the wall. Bars. <laughs> we're broken and we're still whole because I think that's also accepted. Because we got back up again. Dead. Get back up again. I think I'm trying to get comfy. Um... I think it's also accepting and and realizing that some days we own our shit. Other days we're not. And both of those things can be true. There's some days we're really creative. There's some days we're really in our entrepreneur bag, right? There's some days I'm really on time. And then there's other days where I'm not going to feel like it. And I don't want to be creative and it's going to take a lot out of me. And that's the piece of us that's been like chipped away and the little pieces is hard for us to show up sometimes. But it doesn't take away from the fact that you're like s- you're still whole. I'm still whole. I'm even still though fixed. pieces are broken. Period. And I think um, relating directly to the moving on and letting go, sometimes we c- become so consumed with what mm-hmm. moving on and letting go will mm-hmm. take away from us mm-hmm. that we become so fixated on that that we don't realize that even though that piece of us is broken or gone or mm-hmm. missing, mm-hmm. we can still thrive. Yeah. We can still pour our attention and our focus into other things and, and heal from that. Yeah. yeah. Fix it's it the over um, being overly consumed with that piece that makes it more intimidating or harder than it needs to be. Because yeah. it's like, who am I without this? Yeah. This was such a, important part a piece of me and Mm -hmm. now i have to move on from it and let it go and it feels like it's impossible we can also apply the wabi-sabi oh yeah the wabi-sabi uh mind frame and that's like recognizing there's beauty in the imperfections right yeah the pieces of you that are broken or cracked that you're working through the trauma there's still something a lot of things that are still beautiful about you bitch especially if you're going to therapy and you're healing Full picture. Yeah. (laughs) Full picture. So Wabi Sabi threw that thing. Pouring the gold into the cracks. Yeah. This is a good one. This is a great one. What is it? Um, Change, evolve, and start over if you must. This metaphor was just too good. So the truth is no one wins a game of chess by only moving forward. Sometimes you have to move backward to put yourself in the position to win. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that discourages us from letting go and moving on because you feel like I'm backtracking. Yeah. I thought that I was a moving ahead and past what had already happened. Mm-hmm. And now I'm finding myself right back here. And now I feel like a fucking failure. And it's yeah. like, sometimes you got to take steps back. Maybe you missed something. Yeah. Maybe you were supposed to make a right when you should have made a left. Yeah. So now you're back. And it's really nothing wrong with that. Like taking a few steps back to get on the right track isn't back. Isn't terrible at all. It's not. It's just realigning. 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 You can make a U-turn. You can spin the block. Just don't keep spinning the same one. Period. The same block. Yes. And I love the I love the idea of realizing that maybe something wasn't a vibe at one point. Deciding that it's not. And then moving forward with what is Mm -hmm. people are miserable. Literally people are miserable in marriages. Mm -hmm. People are miserable in careers. People are miserable in families. People are miserable doing shit. Friendships. Everything. Everything because we are afraid to let go. We are afraid to move on. We are most afraid to start over. We're afraid of what is going to look like to have to go from all of this or what we think is all of this to To nothing. nothing. 
We're so afraid. Like college, we make a career choice when we're 17 or 18 thinking this is going to be it. A teenager is making their decision of what they're going to do. And a lot of times that is some cultural, not even cultural. That's some shit that's been embedded it's in us. It's some programming. Programming, exactly. That's been embedded in us. You're going to be a doctor. You're going to be this. You're then you live with that wanting to be that oh aspiration. God. Yeah, I'm glad my mom never said nothing. Like not that. even, even sometimes as kids, just they see stuff on TV, I you know, know and I know, then we but internalize then, you know, it. The kids, the, the parents, we, we pump also, it up. Yeah. You're going to be a doctor knowing good and damn well they don't need to be a doctor. <laughs> no tea, no shade. No tea, no shade. But... My point is we make a, a career choice at such a young, tender age, thinking that this is it. This is the career path. This is what I'm going to love to do for the next 30, 40 years. And then you get into college and be like, yo, it's not a vibe. I suck at chemistry. It's terrible. And I tell this story all the time, especially if you've been a long term, long time listener, that I thought I was going to do one thing because my mom had told me I was going to do this thing. Right. You're going to go. You're going to be a nurse because she's a nurse mm -hmm. and you're going to you're going to be a nurse anesthetist. You're not going to be a regular nurse. You're going to do this. And I'm like, that's Girl, exactly what that I'm was doing. My grandma, too. I said I I'm wanted to be a doctor once. Girl. My doctor, my doctor. You're going to be um, you can also be a nurse practitioner. You get your own office. I'm like, yeah, it turns into something. And then I internalize that. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's my goal. Then I get into college and I'm like, I hate science. I hate math. I'm more of a liberal arts person. Yeah, I need to switch things up. And I was so anxious and so depressed considering what it would look like to start over. Man, like. I'm going to be behind. What are people going to think about me now that I got to stay in school an extra year? Damn, I'm getting old. But at the end of the day, I would have been miserable trying to get through college, wasting more time, Amen. not doing what I want to do because I was afraid to just pivot. Yeah. It's just about pivoting. If you're unhappy doing something in a relationship in LTR, and I think about that too in that relationship. Yeah, it was the back to the streets feeling. I know, but I would have been miserable. Personally. I know. And once you get into the streets and you find something better in the streets, of it's course, worth it. that's the light at the end of the tunnel. But when you're not when you're in the house, mm -hmm. the streets just seem scary. It's like y'all out there. doing The that. streets seem like the ghetto. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, now nah, I got to go back to the ghetto. Mm hmm navigate and try to pull a diamond out of the goddamn rough. rough yeah i know like when i was in that relationship i'm such a loyal person y'all i'm really loyal to the soil baby down to Me the too. to the nick grit we gonna be in it and i could be miserable with a nigga and still stay no no like just being honest like not Adapt. getting uh, i'm so adaptable and i'm yeah. so loyal and i won't be getting the things that i need but i will make Make it work. An excuse. Yeah, I'll make shit. Make lemonade out of the lemons, baby. I'm like, <laughs> what we got? Okay, we gonna figure it out. It's bitter, but I like yeah, it. Yeah, the hodgepodge. I like my lemonade the without bitter. sugar. I like it. I actually like it bitter. <laughs> I'll be, do that. Y'all's be hella sweet. Yeah, I'll make all the excuses as to why it really works for me when really deep down it's like, you don't gotta make it work. You don't gotta compromise. You don't gotta settle. You can fight for what you really need. So when it's time to settle or, or when it's time to not get the things that you really could live without, it's it's not that bad because I got everything that I really, really need. So my point is in that LTR, because I invested so much time because I was afraid of how people were going to look at me and not want to be out in the streets that I was willing to be in a relationship. And in the future, I know I would have been miserable mm -hmm. because at the time he was right. As we evolved and grew, he was not right for me anymore. Right. And once I realized that I'm like, 
Damn. That's the hard. Oh Lord. That's <laughs> Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Duh. Oh Lord. That it was that vibe. It was that vibe. Oh yeah. Lord. Oh Lord. I'ma be with this man forever because I'm loyal. I know. I need miserable. To. I'ma be miserable. But nothing that a little pivot can't take. Actually, I don't want to do this no more. And I'm done. Yeah. I'm done done. I mean, that was my personal story. You can't be afraid to let, but I was, I was afraid of that. And I was like, I'm gonna look up and be miserable. And so, so many of us, y'all are miserable, unhappy, doing things we don't want to do with people. We can't motherfucking stand, <laughs> you know, stuck in these friendships that aren't given. You. you feel me pouring back into us because we've been friends for so long. Right. Going to jobs we motherfucking hate. I mean, talking to people that we can't right. stand. Initially, it's very hard. Initially, it's hard mm-hmm. because it's intimidating. But then once you do it, is there's a moment of liberation. Liberation, yeah. But even with the liberation, for me personally, there's a liberation that's invigorating. And then there's like the chest where I'm like, I'm liberated, but I'm still, I'm still scared and shook. Of course. And uncertain and... Because we can't foresee the future. I know. And there's a lot of stability in the shit that we hate. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of security. There's a lot of familiarity. Right. You feel me? I was tired of that relationship at some point, but I'm like, it's familiar. That's what kept me shackled. I too. know the nigga circumcised. I don't want to get out in the streets <laughs> always, and not I do. You baby. always said that, like, I mean, I know the dick's okay. <laughs> clean i know he ain't cheating it's clean and i can stick beside it period i'm like i know he ain't cheating i know he ain't with nobody else we might not go out nowhere and do nothing but i know we gonna eat i know he gonna feed me it's just the little thing it's the little things honestly that i look back on the relationship was not terrible right by no means and i always want to say that because i got love for the nigga yeah i got love for him it wasn't deep down it but it just wasn't right anymore and what I what I get now out of my current relationship, I'm like, I deserve this the whole time. Right. I feel so full. I feel so alive. But you know what? You had to um, experience that to show up as you are. I mean, not like you did a complete reform, but you know what I'm saying? It just makes you show up differently. It does. With now girl. I feel like I could lean on somebody. Yeah. Now I feel like I could be my true submissive self. <laughs> Because, child, I will fight. I will keep my independence. I'm like, actually, you're not telling me what to do. You're yeah. not. And and when you're in something healthy, it doesn't feel like they're telling you what to do. It feels like it's a partnership. It's give and take. It's like, I, I trust your advice. Yeah. What do you think I should do? I think that's a great idea. Yeah. And it's kind of leaning Instead of in. a battle. And we will be battling. Yeah, I still have work to do. Because <laughs> I. I know. We'll put on the gloves. Oh, trust me. Boxing <laughs> ready, nigga. Meet me in the ring. I will come with the full armor of the Lord. If you want to show up, let's show up with yeah. the guns drawn. But in your current relationship, there is a part of you that can relax, that has the they can rest in a little more ease because you know you have somebody who you're in a partnership with. Yeah. Who you trust to show up if you need them, mm-hmm. who you can rely on. It's a different dynamic. Yeah. It's a different dynamic. So yes. Freeing ourselves from let us. go and grow. Let go and let grow. But it ain't easy. It's never easy. It's hard. But it's always But it's possible. And that's why we're saying acknowledge the Mm -hmm. possibility. Mm -hmm. Although it is hard as fuck. Yes. And although you may let go and backtrack, there's still possibility. Yes. 
as long as you have breath in your lungs period and that takes us to gratitude we got to express gratitude we have to be grateful we mm -hmm. have to be mindful yeah we have to be tapped in turned on tuned in whatever abraham said yeah acknowledging the way we feel recognizing that there's a silver lining yeah that there's a lot to be grateful for in this present moment happiness doesn't always get you what gratitude does gratitude is essential it's like something that's so simple but underrated it is like when you find things to be thankful for grateful for it helps you have a perspective shift mm -hmm. so yeah i do need to be more gr practice gratitude more i have found myself being mm. a little saying audibly that i'm thankful like the grandmas do yeah thank, thank you, you jesus, jesus. yeah <laughs> thank you thank you jesus thank you jesus i feel like i'm very grateful I feel like I'm. Yeah, I, have, I feel like I have an overall um, sense of gratefulness, but mm -hmm. I just want to like acknowledge it more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, definitely. <clears throat> um, so I know some things that I implement to help moving on. Something that's essential for me is distance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There has to be a separation. Yeah. So if that's blocking, moving muting whatever you need to do whatever mm -hmm. i need to do i feel like that's an essential piece for my move one journey there's no way that i can be in close proximity like that means viewing mm -hmm. talking to yes lurking whatever mm -hmm. i love a lurk i cannot what you've been doing that keeps me shackled okay yeah so that's something that i for sure have to implement mm -hmm. to help me with my move on and let go journey like it has to be a cutoff and that kind of pains me because like, for instance, with my long-term relationship, I'm like, I wanted to hold on because there wasn't no beef. Like, I don't hate you. Yeah, but beef is not synonymous with being not. No beef is not synonymous with being friends. It's not. But I was I was feeling like we could still be in communication. Mm -mm. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Bad idea for me. Uh -uh. It's not good. I always do the complete cutoff. It needs to be a complete cutoff. I will give ver verbiage and words to let you know there is no beef. If I see you in the street, nigga, you know me. Hey. I will say, hey, how are you? I hope you're well. Right. Every now and again, I might bang your line and say happy birthday. I hope, and it got to be after a long. No, I don't do it no more. That was young me. I'm not telling you happy birthday. But if I see you in the street, if I see your people, if I see your friends, it's all love. But I don't want you hitting me up. Yeah. The first time I didn't say happy birthday, I said. You've, you've, grown. you've grown. You've grown. There was no, no need more. for me to say happy birthday. Like happy birthday in my heart. And I, that's a new that, that comes after a, happy a while. Birthday. The first year after the breakup or whatever, the letting go, it do be like, I just want to tell you happy birthday. Hope you're having a good day. Yeah. But I don't give a damn. Not to that capacity. Yeah. I'm not enough to reach spirit. out. Not enough to reach out because that keeps. So that's something that I definitely have to implement. Yeah for them moving That's on is favorite. there something essential for you that you feel like you have to that piece the distance i create i put it in place fast pop and i let you know don't call me i do and if a i create a boundary of respect like you cannot reach out to me in this capacity anymore and if you do this is what happens and i always make sure because i be getting under and getting over doing that whole thing you rather clean quick, slate it needs to be clean because i don't want no drama oh, and i God. always let the person know this is not respectful to my current situation. Right. This is creating an issue. If it is, I haven't been in that space in a really long time, but I make sure that there's no shit. Crossover. 
Period. You ain't about to wreck what I got going on over here. This is a happy home. That's the worst feeling. This is a happy home. Don't bring your lingering shit that I'm done with over to my new situation. Period. Because this is whole. <laughs> okay. It's not has not been jaded, and I refuse to let it be jaded. Uh-huh. So there are a few things or a few ways to know you've completely moved on from a situation. Yeah. There are a few, and yeah. we're gonna share them with y'all. Yes, we are. Once you're no longer. Or really, once you've gotten back into yourself, gotten back to yourself, your old routines, your habits, things that make you happy, mm-hmm. you're not fixated on what was, what you lost, what could have been, what could have been. You're just fine you're with just it. living. You're just living, living life. That's when you know. Okay, I've successfully moved on. I've transitioned. Yeah, you know. A good indicator for me is when the situation doesn't cross my mind anymore. Like I'm not. Mm-hmm consumed with it i'm not worried about it i'm not even it's like you don't even exist like non-existent yeah you know what i'm saying it's like Mm -hmm. oh yeah because you know sometimes you're like i wonder what they could do with let me go look on there yeah let me go Mm -hmm. work and see who you with now let me see if you (laughs) with someone who you with (laughs) i don't give a fuck Uh, we do not care (laughs) 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 i know lastly be there and have a great life that's when I know is I'm done. I'll be, I'll be hoping the nigga found somebody. I'm like, I hope he's in something. Yeah. <laughs> I hope she has a good friend. I hope somebody's healthy. keeping her happy or him happy. Whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is that you had to let go. I hope the best for you. Yeah. I'm hoping you get what you deserve. Right. Abundance. Lastly. And usually that happens once. Lastly. When you're just ready to get back into the world. When you're ready to jump back on, if it's a long-term relationship and you're ready to get back on the dating scene, if you got fired and maybe that fucking took your security, not your security, your self-esteem and put a dagger through it, thinking that you're not a good employee or Mm -hmm. you're afraid to get out in the work field and get in the market. And now you're putting out job applications. Maybe you had a horrible friendship breakup and now you're ready to meet new people. Yeah. It's it's just getting getting your feet wet. Getting back out there in a healthy way. Because sometimes we get back out there prematurely mm-hmm. and it shows. Yeah, it's like you ain't ready for this. You wasn't ready. You Stay on ready. back down. You ain't healed. Yeah, you're not there you're not yet. Healed. And you don't got to be 100% healed, but you got to be. At least 80. Yeah. Come 80% there needs to be and we going to work though. on the We rest. can't be crawling on the floor. No. One hour and the next we're like, no. okay. No, no. So. So, I think that's a good way to wrap this series up. Yeah. Moving on, letting go. Cue the Maya. Yeah. Understanding there's so much on the horizon. There's so much abundance that we have not tapped into. And as long as we give ourselves the permission to obtain it, to know it's possible, to understand that we're worthy to receive it, then it's all coming to us. We ain't got to even worry about what we're letting go. Yeah. It's it's human nature and in our mind to be like, damn. But also, on the other side of that is a lot. I got the Victor, Victor, Victor. Period. Put your visa. <laughs> Put your visa. You know, in church, we throw the V up. Y'all I got do? the Victor. Yes. Oh, girl, the V is for the victory. That's what you put it up. You put the V up for victory. Yeah, I got the victory, victory, victory. He's getting the victory. He's, get, He's he, getting he is it. making He's sure we get it. the victory. He's okay. It. Yes. Vengeance is not mine. Or vengeance okay, is now mine. she's taking us to church. And I'm gonna take y'all out of here. Bye. I love y'all. Wait, so wait, much. wait. We're oh. not going anywhere oh. <laughs> yet. Before we go, shit, you really tried to zip, what is that called? Zip out. The benediction, whatever. Um <laughs> now it's time to pick up your pen. <laughs> We're dropping a gym. So we have You are sick as hell. Yeah, <laughs> you are. <laughs> 
to close this out, we want to drop you with the gem of our own. Mm-hmm. We have our thriving over surviving totes. That what are a way available. to end the series. Wear with pride because we have the tools to thrive now. There's no excuse. There's none. So on our website, you can find our thriving over surviving totes. Super cute for your workouts, your grocery shopping, mm. reusable bag. You're making a statement. You're making a statement. You're like declaring. imagine walking through the store with that thriving over surviving. Wow, look it's at her. It's a declaration. Look at, look at him. It's a declaration. So those are available down in the show notes on our website, theblackgirlbravado.com. Yes. And yeah, now we can. Now we can go. We love y'all so much. Thank y'all for rocking with us. We will see you next week. Bye. Love you. Thank you.